I mean, Sarah, you have to do this. Uh. Like, we have to make this happen. Are you kidding me? That's like a landmark on top of things, and I'm really good at this, and I think there's probably really a way that... Really good at what? At I'm really good sneaky? at playing this role that I think that would really help you out a lot, gonna, because then you can also put it on your resume and be like, well, yes, actually, I showed this one, and... And it's going to be really good for you. It does seem like you have been building up your life to this moment. It's exactly what I'm thinking. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. A lot to talk about today. But first off, I want to say... Thank you to Black's Pest Services, because yesterday we talked about the monstrosity that somehow lives in this studio. And I am so grateful that this thing actually exists. I, this is the only time I'll ever say that, because you have made fun of me for years about being afraid of those things, because you had never seen one. I had to seen one. But not in like a place that you live. And then when you do that, I it is quite the, realize how it is so violating. It is so. So it is. Uh, what is it? June fifth, Friday, June fifth, twenty twenty, oh the year God. of our apocalypse, and uh, we are here in our quarantine studio, which is on. Uh, um, well, it's in, in the spare bedroom in, in my Greg's house. Spare bedroom, yeah, where we're at right now. So, and, and what happened yesterday was there was a. There was a house centipede spotted in this room, violating this very small room where we record our thoughts and things and now i'm looking around the walls for it but anyway i complained about it on the air and then we had talked about black's pest services fine sponsor of fun employment radio we are very grateful for them each and every day thank you for helping keep us on the air black's Pest services and went for a bike ride yesterday afternoon and came home and lo and behold derek from black's pest services has set set a a number of traps on my front door for me to use with a handwritten sign uh that that spelled out what to do i took a picture of it we'll post the picture what do you have enough for me to have one Oh God! But I don't know what I do if I catch it. Oh, I don't know if I could do that. Is it? What he kind gave of me like seven or eight. They're like fold up boxes, and then it's sticky on the inside, and uh, and then they, there's I don't know. I set one up right below you. Actually, I haven't looked Fuck at it. Fuck that! You should look in it right now. I swear to you, I have not looked. Is it, in it supposed to be like something desirable for them in there? It might be cotton there. If it's cotton there, I might throw up. I'm just telling you. Oh, now you have to look then. Okay, you have to look. You have to pick it up. No, it up. I'm not touching it. No, Sarah. Fuck you. No. Come on. Oh God. This is for the show. Is there anything in there? Is it in there, Sarah? Is it in there? It's like a little cardboard box, like a little thing that it's supposed to crawl. Oh, oh no, just Jesus. No, I'm just kidding. God damn it. <laughs> I don't think so. <sighs> Well, you would see it if it was in there. It's not in there. That means it's still loose, and you were just down to the ground. It could have crawled into your shorts right there. All right. The shorts are pretty tight. Well, anyway, he gave me a bunch of them and instructions of where to put them. So I thank I thank him greatly for that. So again, that's Black's Pest Services. <sighs> okay, yeah, I do want. No, I don't know if I could handle it. Maybe I'll, I just think I just kind of want to let it live because I never want to see it again. And I cleared all the piles of clothes off of my off of my floor, and that has actually. It was the house centipede that has finally taught me to keep my clothes off of my floor. There you go. Seriously. It taught, me a, it taught me a life lesson. Yeah. Uh, it's a anyway. moment. <laughs> All right. Going from that, uh, thank you, Black's Pest Services, blackspestservices.com. Um, what we were talking about at the beginning of the show here, oh, and I do want to say we've got a special guest who's joining us here in just mere moments, and I, I actually have an idea for him with this, too. Uh, but Mr. Keelan King yeah. will be joining us here in just a few minutes. Uh, Keelan, if you're listening, we might be just a couple of minutes late, but uh, then we'll open up that room and bring you on here. Um, but, uh, Sarah, tell everybody what it is that 
you revealed to me yesterday. Well, I did. In fact, so um, we went for the socially distant bike ride with some friends. And uh, as we were riding along the waterfront, I saw this house because I've always seen pictures of it and I didn't know exactly where it was. But it's this majestic floating home in in South Portland that I, I don't know. It has like some sort of name. I can't remember what it is, but it's like some it's oh, this well, big it. silver, silvery, like domed floating house. And it's one of the most like eccentric buildings here in Portland. And it is currently for sale. And this this home uh, was supposedly like in a movie or something. I believe Todd Workoven. Todd, who knows everything, the body of evidence, by the way, Todd from Portland at the movie. He was in body of, of evidence. Okay. Excellent podcast. Uh, he actually corrected somebody on my page. So basically I took a picture of it and said, hey, if anybody wants to take a look at this magical home, it's for sale for just a meager $850,000. Okay. Well, this thing to describe it, it's like a silvery domed kind of thing. And then it's got like all these weird rooms or, or like like and platforms and, and turrets. Yeah. I don't know if there's turrets. There weren't turrets. Well, the dome things are kind of turrety. It's called the Aqua Star. That's what it's called. So if you want to look it up, anybody at home and you want to see this, just look up Aqua Star Portland Home and you can find some pictures of it. I mean, the inside looks amazing. Is that shag carpet? Oh, yeah. The entire thing is shag carpet. It's got one of those old 70s televisions, like in the big like chest that you put it in. And it's got the... Um, Got giant windows. This is my dream house. I want to live in this thing. I know. I know that you probably see so, a lot of people. Would you want to live on the water, though? It'd make me a little nervous at first, but in this house, yeah, I'd get over that. Yeah, that'd be pretty badass. You think you could get used to it? Sit it on my deck? Yeah. Uh, hell yeah, I could. So um, this house, you know, that is, since it is for sale, and Sarah does happen to be a real estate agent. I am a realtor. And this house, you told me also, is like part of like the yacht club or something. Yeah, or they yeah, they own some property. Like they're on the yacht club property, basically. So that's like their subdivision. That Do you in. know how badly I want to be a member of a yacht club? <laughs> like that is just, I don't own a yacht. I have no idea how to even, how you yacht. How to yacht? I've never, <laughs> I've does, never yachted how before. How does one yacht? <laughs> but I want to be part of that community. I want to do this. I want to, I want that house. And so since you're a real estate agent, what I would like, and this is what I was proposing, is that Sarah... Takes me for a showing of it. Now, I know me as myself, I walk in there, they're going to be like, yeah, this person cannot afford this house. And they'd be right. They would be but correct. They would be 100% correct. But if I portrayed myself as being a tad bit wealthier and I were able to convince them to drop the price enough, perhaps there's somewhere we could reach an arrangement. They have already dropped the price. I'm looking at that. So it used so to be you're over. saying there's a chance. I'm not saying. So a Sarah, I would like to go in. You know, not as not as Greg Nibbler. This might be something where I do have to come in as as, you know, maybe something a little bit uh, different than than what I am now. Perhaps I could claim to be a gold tycoon. You know, as oh, I've often no, said before, Greg. maybe the railroads. Maybe this is a job for Larry Omtruck. Larry Omtruck. Now that would oh, get somebody no. paying attention. You bring well, in. I'm looking in the RMLS right now. And it does most say, people say Amtrak. It's actually pronounced Amtrak. Yes, I but, know. Uh, if Larry Amtrak, heir to the Amtrak fortune, were to show up, a railroad tycoon, they would have to let you show the house to me. This is quite interesting because I'm looking at the private remarks, and they don't require you to necessarily have proof of your finances. Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times in the higher, in the upper echelon of real estate, they usually like have to have you like you have to be pre-approved for a certain amount, or at least like be able to show that you have enough money to be able to purchase the house. So you're saying this is a good opportunity for me <laughs> right now. Okay. So there it is. Like you have to present me, just be like, yes, I've got a client. His name is, he'd prefer to be unnamed, but, but then you can do one of those, but 
let's just say if you've ever been on a railroad, you know who his family is. And then, you know, and it'll be like, ooh, who is it? Like, who is, who's the heir to the fortune? Who is, is this that, mystery millionaire? Yeah. Is it Mr. Conway from Conway Freight or Mr. Western Union? I mean, or, the house itself know, is absolutely names? fascinating. It's just all shag carpet. On the inside, it's all like aluminum, and it's like shiny ceilings and shag carpet. Mr. B&O? Carpets. Oh, it's... It looks like, and so parts of it look like from uh, like the diner from Saved by the Bell, um, the Max. Oh, it totally does. Yeah, uh, this is why I I have to I have to have this. I mean, I kind of want you to have it because I want to come visit you while living on your floor. Well, then home. we've got to conspire to make this happen. We've got to make this. But are you sure that you're yacht club ready at this point? Oh, I can be yacht club ready. But here's the thing: in order to have this grift fully work out, like I think there needs to be a, a third person to like um, that we can battle. And how can this work? Is it like when you um, when you want to get something at an auction, but like you really hire we're working some, together? But you hire exactly, but you hire somebody else to bid against you to try and drive up the bids. But instead, we want to lower the bids. You want to lower it. You want to lower the bids. So it's, the opposite. Yeah, but same premise. Yes, I think there's a way we can do this, and I think I know what his name would be too. Oh, oh I know how this would work. Uh, speaking of which, let's bring on our special guest here. Uh, go ahead, and when you're ready, Sarah, you can go ahead and fire that up, and we'll. Uh, We'll get our, our guest on the right. on the line here. All right, welcoming now we have, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Mr. Keelan King. Hello, Keelan. Hi, white people. <laughs> oh God. Oh, never more appropriate <laughs> than now. I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing, buddy? I'm I'm glad. I'm I'm very very happy to be on with the oppressors today. Um, oh. I would like to say, <laughs> yo, this is also why I, this is also why I wish I could see Greg's face right now because like I know when Sarah turns bright oh, red, it's, he's turning very red too. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, it's good to see you guys. Good to see you too. How's yeah. uh, I? It seems like you've been pretty busy during all of this. Like I see that you're putting out new songs and doing all kinds of creative shit. Yes and no. Yeah. Uh, I'm oscillating between bouts of I, I need to like uh, sink myself into something to keep busy and depression and anger. So there's yeah. there's like yeah. this little wheel of like you just spin that wheel and figure out where I'm going to land on any given hour. So yeah, it's 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 crazy. Um, I spent last week smoking, which I hadn't been doing for months on end. Oh yeah, that's so, the time. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just been a it's been, you know, I would love to tell everyone that I'm just sitting at home chilling, but like it's been a it's been a rough road the last couple of weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah, and we're gonna talk about all of our other things too and projects, and and I'm gonna get back to trying to rope you into something. But um, oh shit! But <laughs> but yeah, I he mean, has a plan with all this. Am I, am I clear enough? Or are you guys hearing me? Oh, okay? you sound great. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah you cool. probably can't hear me as well because I'm a, across the room. I didn't set up the mic right. Um, it sounds like you're in a closet, but I feel yep. like that's kind of where you belong. Well, that's that's fair. <laughs> With the house centipede? Yes. You oh, know what I'm God. saying? <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, but anyway, yeah, just, I don't know what to say, you know, just yeah. uh, this shit's. Yeah, I, I, I understand that people don't know what to say. And to be honest with you, you know, I've. I and 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 my my immediate circle of friends and people that I grew up with and 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 you know, people that I'm close to, like, for lack of a better phrase, in the black community, like, this has just been our life forever. Yeah. Like, there's never been a time when this wasn't how our life went. Mm -hmm. So for us, the change has been 
and it's the only thing that's kept me from spiraling into like the deepest depression ever is the only thing that's been different for us is seeing the rest of the world jump in and go, Hey, knock this shit off. Yeah. Like, you know, I've, you know, I, I, and I think living with Greg, he's, he's heard me tell multiple stories about being harassed by cops Yeah, and like 95% of my interaction with police are them fucking with me for being a black guy at the wrong place or time. And I've had maybe one or two positive interactions with police, but have had somewhere between 18 and two dozen negative interactions with them just fucking with me. And at the end of the day, I just feel like I was one of the lucky ones. Like I'm not a criminal. I have no, I have no arrest record. I have nothing, anything. I have nothing more than a speeding ticket on anything, anywhere on any book. And I can recall multiple exercises of cops just being like, yeah, no, um, you need to, uh, you need to tell me some information I need to know right now. Like, it's just, you know, I've, I've done stupid things like, okay, put it this way. I've done stupid things just like everyone else when they're young. And there are, there have been at least one, if not two times that, I was driving after having had too much to drink, but because the police officer was more concerned about me being black, he didn't notice I had been drinking. Wow. So like the, the, the view that cops take when it comes to us is so blinded by their, their, their bigotry that like they actually can't do their fucking jobs because they're too worried about, you know, what they need to do to black people. And, you know, the funny thing is, is that now people are seeing it. And, you know, what shocked me is seeing shit, you know, protests in Amsterdam, protests in Japan, protests, like shit all over the world blew up. And that to me was fucking mind boggling because for the entirety of my life, my father's life and, you know, all of my friends, we are just used to, this is life for us. It sucks. And, we just have to figure out how to not be the next one. And so, you know, I, you know, honestly, you, you, you have a little survivor's guilt and, uh, and depression and anger and a bunch of shit thrown in because after getting, you know, harassed by the cops a bunch of times, you feel like, well, shit, I got lucky. Or maybe it's just a matter of time before my time's up and I get that cop, you know? So it's, it's tough. And I, and I hate to, you know, bring the room down as it were, no but, way. No. You say what you uh, want to. We, we you all know, want to hear this and need to hear this. Well, I mean, really what I do, and you guys probably have seen this, is that I kind of I kind of go into my shell because it's really the only way I can deal with it because, like, I don't deal well with being in public spaces. And I haven't, I've been kind of taking a I, – I, I'm trying to get the hell off of Facebook. So, so I haven't been on there, you know, and I know a lot of people I know are on Facebook. I just don't even post on there. Um, I follow a lot on Twitter because I get news real time and people are taking pictures and video from stuff that's going on around protests around the country. So I have an understanding of what's happening in real time, you know, without the, the filter of news stations or, you know, police departments or, you know, you know, political mouthpieces coming out to tell you what's supposed to happen. So yeah, it's just, it's just tough. And I've been angry and resentful about a lot of this stuff for a very long time, but you know, we're, we're, we're 10% of the population. I mean, we, we, we can't change anything 
materially by voting. I mean, if you look at the grand scheme of things, we're 10% of the American population. You know, we can't make sweeping changes across the country by voting. We we couldn't, in a insane post-apocalyptic world, we couldn't just all rise up and decide we're going to war with racist police departments because we're, we're only a handful of people. You know what I mean? Like, we don't. So you just kind of feel like you're stuck between a rock and a hard place because we've been telling America that this is this is how we've been treated for decades and, and for generations. And everyone seems to just kind of be like, oh, you're making it up. And even with, you know, the video evidence that's been popping up over the last five years or more, it, it's only made people who are racist more more intent upon finding ways to explain it away or tell you what you see with your own eyes isn't what's really happening. And, and, you know, and, and, and even worse than that, trying to give you reasons as to why uh, black people who are dying deserve to be killed. And you can't, what, how do you answer that? How do you fight? How do you argue with that? How do you fight that kind of systemic racism in a country where the population is 70% white? Like you, how do you, you can't, you know, and it's, and it's why uh, when things like this happen, people jump in and say, oh, we don't want to destroy property, but you've been destroying our lives for centuries and you want to cry to me about a storefront. Eh, I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't see that. You know what I mean? So we we don't have the power to go out and make the change. And then yet when we turn around and, and say enough is enough and things explode, it's like, oh, you can't you can't do that. Well, we had a guy who spent two years kneeling on a football field and all we did was manage to drum him out of the league and make sure he never worked again. So I don't want to hear about we can't have these protests in the street when, you know, we we put on the, the burlap three-piece suit and walk around with Bibles in our arms and singing across bridges and we get fire hoses and dogs. So it's like America has to take, you know, America has to make a choice. And honestly, what's been refreshing is that the the, the one thing that's, that, that's felt different is that, you know, white folks have, have heard us and have started to get involved. And so it may not all get fixed this go round or this day and age, what it may not be right now that everything gets solved, but the one thing that has changed is that it feels like the rest of the world has picked up on the message and is starting to figure out ways to get involved to make this stop. And I just read before I got on the air that the Minneapolis city council has uh, batted about the idea of disbanding the entire police department, which oh, is wow. fantastic because it allows you to clean house and do the work of getting people in to make your community safe and protect everyone that lives there, not just the people you deem to be valuable. So there's, you know, there's some things that I see happening that are giving me a little bit of hope and keeping me from spiraling, but this is a conversation and, and, and a thing that I could explain and go, and go on about for hours because it, it has truly been, you know, part of our existence since the day we were born and our parents have to explain to us how not to get killed by police, what not to do where 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 to avoid and 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 how to 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 get to and from the places we need to go safely and that ain't got nothing and that's not even including you know if we happen to live in an area where there's enough common street criminals 
Yeah, actual, yeah. <laughs> to, to, to give you a threat, you know, because, you know, the other argument we get is, well, what about black on black crime? I'm like, well, first of all, that's that doesn't exist because if you live in a white area, all the crime is white on white crime. If you live in a Hispanic area, all the crime is Hispanic on Hispanic crime. So black on black crime doesn't exist. But at the same time, you know, the common street criminal isn't state sanctioned, handed a badge and a gun and directed with going out and protecting the populace. You know, the second half of that is why the fuck do I have to be Batman? I mean, in what universe do you get cops, but I have to go fucking put on a mask and a cowl and drive around the neighborhood to clean up quote unquote black on black crime? The fuck do I look like? I, you see my fat ass? I got a two year old. What is my fat sandwich eating ass going to go out in the neighborhood with a flashlight and the fuck? What am I going to do? Stop Nobody. calling yourself fat. You're beautiful. I'm not going out there to solve no fucking crimes, even with a country PI on my Rolodex. <laughs> Keelan, I love, I thank you. Thank you for your honesty and your uh, candidness. And it's just, I, I hear you and I am so grateful that you're our friend and it's making me tear up and I, I just love you so much. No, no. You know what? I appreciate you guys for even letting me, you know, I, I know you got your guys' show is is a break from all this shit, and it is yeah. But sometimes it's, it's, it's you, sorely. But this is yeah, what's happening. This is what's <laughs> you know? happening, and you, you, and you know, many others are being have been affected by this your entire life. And I want to hear your perspective, and it's important for other people to hear your perspective and hear like why this is happening. If you hear the people who are like, "Why the fuck are they burning down my target?" This is why. This is why. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, and and to be honest with you, there's a there's like. So many layers. This is why it could go on for hours because there's so many layers. Like there's a lot of places where like, like white people are showing up breaking shit, but like, because black people are in the streets, they're getting the blame for it. Like there's, there's so many things, you know, when everyone is, is having their zoom meetings about, Oh, how hard it is to stay home during quarantine. I feel great. And half of that, and, and I've, I've told some of my closest friends this, half of that reason is because I know I don't have to leave the house and worry about in, interacting with the police officer every day because it's something that I carry with me every single day. So when I have quarantine, I feel amazing because that part of the stress of my life is gone because I don't have to leave the house worrying about it. And people don't never think about this stuff, that it's fucking psychological and it, and it hits generation after generation after generation um, to the tune that, like, I see, you know, the, the, you know, Proud Boys and the Three Percenters and racists, you know, showing up at, 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 Fuck at, those at guys. At, right, and you see them showing up with guns, like, oh, we're protecting property. Fuck that shit. I watch these guys, you know, show no. up and only terrorize when there's people of color around. Yeah, and that's the only shit they're protecting. They want to fight against a tyrannical government, but when the tyrannical government pops up, guess whose side they're on? Yeah. So this, you know, I mean, look, I don't even like guns. I grew up in a community that had a lot of gun violence. Uh, I was lucky enough to be spared and not involved in any of that. And I just bought my first gun yesterday Whoa. because I I need to feel safe in my home. And I don't know how bad it gets. And I don't know if I got to worry about some jackass deciding that they want to follow me home from the grocery store. So, like... This is where I've come to right now. But this stress has been there my entire life. Not to mention hearing my dad tell me that he's getting pulled over driving home from work at night when when he's been working the same job for 40 years. You know, when I hear that as a young person, I'm like, what the fuck? 
So Dude, now that I'm with Harvey, I will fuck them up. But this <laughs> is what I mean. You know, he's, yeah. you know, Harvey retired now, so he's not driving to work. But, okay. <laughs> but these are the kind of stories that I grow up with is having my father tell me when the cops harass him. Yeah. Now, I have my own list of stories when the cops have harassed me that I now have to pass on to my daughter in the hopes that she does not have to either, A, go through the cops harassing her or has the proper information to make sure that she can try to protect herself and stay alive the best she can if when she gets old enough, the cops decide they need to harass her. So I love you guys for at least letting me, like, get it off my chest and kind of enlighten you guys. Um, a lot of it is just really, I, I, this is part and parts of why I just kind of stay to myself. Cause then I don't have to unpack all this shit for people. I'm already carrying it around. I'm like, I don't always want to like unpack it for people because it's, it's fucking stressful and it brings the room down. And no, I no. love no, that no, no, you no. guys. Well, but you know, I say that to say this, like I, I super appreciate the fact that you guys provide a space where people can have a break from the bullshit because, you know, it's the only thing that keeps us sane sometimes. And so you guys provide a valuable service to the community. <laughs> and and I and I take advantage of that on a lot of days when I'm really not in the fucking mood. So, you know, I I say all of that to say that yeah, I get it. I know you guys don't don't look at it as me bringing the room down, but I want you guys to understand that like I see what you guys do and I have an appreciation for it and I you know, and I get an opportunity to actively on the air. Thank you guys for providing that space for people, um, including me, because I, I fucking need it sometimes. And, and this last couple of weeks, <laughs> I fucking needed it. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's, you know, we, we are making the best of it. Um, I have a solid group of people around me. Uh, my black friends in the area and I have been doing a lot of uh, trying to do a lot of self-care uh, we've had a lot of conversations with each other to be able to, you know, support each other, provide, you know, a place for them to, to vent or, or talk to someone if they need to talk to them, you know, cause not everybody can afford their therapy. So mm -hmm. we have the things in place We're we're, we're, we're working through it as best I can. And, you know, my thing is like the, the, the biggest thing I'm dealing with right now is that dichotomy of wanting to stay home and keep my daughter safe or go out and be a part of a protest that I feel needs to fucking happen. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I try to do what I can to, to provide support, but like, I got a two year old man. I can't mm -hmm. be out in the streets, get my head busted open. I just right. can't, nope. Yeah, you no. know, I, and, and I look at my wife's face and even the mention of me going to a protest, she, you know, you know what I mean, she, you know, she turns white as a sheet, <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> No pun intended. You know, I know we, we talk about <laughs> a lot of racists, but, <laughs> you know, and, and for those who don't know who's listening, my wife is, is white. So it's, it's, it's funny on two levels. Um, <laughs> very, very multi-levels. <laughs> but, but, you know, she, you know, you can, I could see the look on her face when she stresses about me even talking about something like that. But I sit at home and I feel like I'm not doing my part. So it's, you know, there's enough there's enough mental 
challenges to go around for anything like this on, uh, uh, you know, during this time, let alone all the stuff you're carrying with you every day. So mm. I'm just trying to make the best of it and get through it the best way I can and, 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 and offer what I can to people. You know what? And you've been doing your part your entire life. Why don't you let go of that burden and let other people carry it for you for a little while? That's why those people are out there protesting for people who maybe can't be out there and they want to represent, you know, people who maybe are stuck at home and, you know, and have families or people who have been affected. Like, don't ever feel guilty because there are people there to pick you up. Yeah. I've, I've been trying to keep that in mind. I, it, you know, it's, uh, it's tough, you know, and with the pandemic on top of everything. Well, that's the, too. Yeah. That's the thing. Add everything that's the thing. I can't even, you know, I, I can't reliably go out there and do shit knowing that I might potentially bring, you know, an illness back home, even if I do get home safely. That You're is right. what's that's, that's been stopping me. That's what's been stopping me as well. I am still scared yes. of that, and I don't want to get anyone around me sick, and I don't want to get my parents sick when I can eventually see them someday, or my niece that I haven't met yet, you know, who's a month old Ex- tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. And Greg knows this because we've been having some conversations off air about, you know, <laughs> certain people who don't seem to give a shit yeah. that they're mm-hmm. hanging out. And, you know, when they bring that shit around other people, they, they are exposing people. And so, you know, yeah, you may be fine, but if you're an asymptomatic, a, a, what is it? Asymptomatic. Asymptomatic. Yeah. Damn, I can't fucking speak. <laughs> well, there's, uh, there's so much systematic and symptomatic shit going yeah, on right yeah, yeah. now. <laughs> so, but, if, but like if you're an asymptomatic carrier, you're just a fucking walking megaphone for that fucking sickness. Like yeah. you're just walking around spreading that shit as far as you can. Yep. And for people to not get that, especially because you don't know if you're one of those people, mm-hmm. You know, it puts people in danger and it's a huge health risk. And people, and this is not funny. Like, people are getting this shit, they're going down and they're not getting back up. Oh, yeah. There was a 36 year old. Uh, I think she had um, pre existing medical conditions, but they don't specify what it was. But here in Multnomah County, who just died of it yeah. a couple of days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and my wife works for the Oregon State Health Authority. So she's front line of this shit. Oh, bless and her. And people are being, you know, and people are being fucking idiots. And there's really, you know, even with the protests, you know, a lot of people are still trying to be smart and wearing their masks and such. I get it, but man, <sighs> it's a, a fucking lot. Fucking world, yeah. <laughs> so look, I, you know, I, I feel like I said what I wanted to say. If people want to talk to me offline, like please talk to me. But I would like Is to. Is that some okay fun if anyone wants to reach out to you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, we can talk about this later. But if you, uh, if you're interested in looking me up. Uh, just, I, I'm actually relaunching my personal site for reasons I can go into later. It's not important, but, uh, go to keelanking.com. Uh, and one of the things I would recommend is just, if you want to hit me directly, uh, I'm on a secure messaging app called wire. Um, and that'll actually send messages it, directly to my cell without you getting my phone number. <laughs> so so yeah, if you, if you, if you scroll down and look on the right side of the page, um, there's information on how to get that app and, and my app that you can, uh, Oh, that's super cool. So people can just write you directly. Oh, and then also yeah, yeah, yeah. there's an option. You can buy Keelan a cup of coffee too. Yeah. Yeah. You can actually throw, throw the brother a few dollars and I can go get some coffee and, and, and sit in my house and swear the TV or the internets, you know, in in the comfort of my own home. I mean, and this is the Keelan King. I mean, AKA Mr. Pancakes. Come on. Hey man, look, I'm not going to give you my cell phone, but where else can you look? I just gave you a direct line to my celly. You can hit me up directly. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. (laughs) I wish after a couple of drinks tonight, my husband's like, hi Keelan, how you doing? Oh, I want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah. So also, um, one of the reasons, and this is the, the I've been on several soapboxes today, so I'm going to take one, two of my soapboxes down and get on my last soapbox. So fun. But if, if you guys have been paying attention to all of the, the, the stuff online, especially Twitter and um, Facebook, um, these companies are not protecting your information, especially when you're out at protests and such. Um, and as such, like, I, I'm going to be removing myself from Facebook. Um, and I'll still keep in touch with the people I love, but I'm going to you know, Facebook, I, I'm pretty much done with them uh, as far as their, you know, lack of security goes, uh, among other things. Um, Twitter's not entire, you know, not much better, but uh, the reason I that I've transitioned over to using Wire is that uh, it's, A, the servers are not, the company's based overseas, uh, so they're not in the United States, and the connections, communications are encrypted end-to-end. So it's really? one of those for you to have secure messaging and 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 not just kind of expose whatever you're communicating to people to wherever you know to the whim of facebook and or twitter if they decide to like you know jump into your your direct messages and, and use that information all right good to know i'm going to be looking into that so yeah. it's one of those things, it's just I, one I, of those things. I don't i try not to soapbox about it because trying to get people to switch tech is is hard enough with 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 apps that they fucking like so, right. so trying to get them to think about their security and things that, you know, these companies basically can pretty much just do what they want. You know, it's one of those things that I just, I kind of love that stuff. And it's primarily why I went back and launched KeelanKing.com again. So I, I can kind of, you know, if you, if you want to follow me, you can follow me and, and I can, I have control over my content there. And it's a I nice looking website too. I'm looking at Thank it. Thank you. I've been taking some time between, you know, about some swearing. So it's been... I know. Well, you just make me feel fucking lazy. I swear every time oh, it's no, like, no, no. like, Oh, I'm going to write a children's book. Oh, I'm going to make 17 new songs. Oh, I have like, you know, eight bands and like, you can just make all of this <laughs> stuff. I'm like, dude, I got a face bra. That's awesome. <laughs> That's you my know, accomplishment. This, the secret is not sleeping. And uh, <laughs> I'm probably going to pay for that later in life. Cause I, tend to not uh and it's also a lot of times when like i end up just getting hit in the nuts because my daughter is like you're not paying attention to me dad and so she's just gonna like swing like a truck at me or something <laughs> Perfect. so I, and, and i'm not a, I, and and before you people starting with the bad dad shit i am a fucking awesome dad and my kid loves me and we do shit together all the time and she's two she's and hilarious and yeah she's fucking hilarious and she knows it that's the best part and she loves stealing people's sunglasses and then she, she gives like the best like mean mug like when she's oh, not she impressed by what you're mug. doing she will just look at you like who the fuck do you think you are <laughs> no, if the best look. i swear to god if there's anything i believe that i am most proud to have passed down to that little girl is that side eye <laughs> yeah, it's solid. She, she'll give no she is not having your bullshit and every day i tell our little girl keep that motherfucking energy little girl keep it <laughs> do not take shit because you get out in the world all these bros yeah all them bros are like three right now but when they turn 18 they're gonna be the motherfuckers on the internet talking shit do not take their shit Mm-mm. oh i i think that she's gonna be yeah she's gonna be somebody to contend with she's, oh uh, hell yeah she's pretty awesome <laughs> no, i'm still I, gonna make I, her a blazers fan though oh yeah are you gonna try that's my mission Oh great! Good luck. <laughs> she she she's not having any shit. <laughs> I may have to wait till she's a teenager, and then like she gets mad at you for something. 
and then be like, oh, you know what? He likes the pistons. Yeah, you know, <laughs> why are you wearing your, your dad's pistons gear? Wouldn't Blazers yeah. gear really, you know, if you really want to get to him, wear some Blazers gear. Oh, in her I'm... rebellious, te- <laughs> in her teenage exactly. years. Exactly, when, yeah. when she's a teenager. See, I'm winning the battle behind behind the scenes because I don't, I don't push shit on her. I just do what I do and let her come in and decide that she likes it. <laughs> Damn it. That's so very she's very clever. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. You see this? You see, I got the little basketball hoop set up in here. She's ready to go. Oh my gosh. She's oh, ready nice. to go. Um, she actually, I gave her, this is funny. Cause I was, I wanted to capture it on film. And, and of course, when you have kids, it's almost impossible because they move too fast. <laughs> I handed her the little tiny ball that goes to that, that rim. And she walks right up and throws that shit up, and she nails her first jump shot ever. <laughs> Damn. This little girl is a baller I need some, already, I need some video bro. proof, Keelan. You, I, bro, you need to get I, one this of does those, sound like every dad. Get like, one of those nighttime. Oh, no, get one of those motion-activated <laughs> fucking cameras and have it aimed at the basketball I hoop. so tried. <laughs> I scream I bloody murder when I missed that fucking film. I was like, no! Oh no, she did it. And so she th- and then she wants me to pick her up. She dunks it and she comes down. She's like, Yeah. She knows what she's doing. She's on it, man. That's Hell amazing. Yeah. Well, oh, speaking have... of uh, yes, speaking talk. of new things, yes. Um the uh this is only just because I don't want to forget, because I know I will. Um if you are out in the streets, these streets, doing your thing, uh the Praetorians just released a new song called Flames. That I mean, if you want to take it literally, that's your business. But I'm just saying we released a new song because the Praetorians business is to inspire people to overcome their obstacles. And this song is primed to do just that. So if if you want to look up Praetorians and Flames, you will find the new joint. It's available for free download. I know a lot of people are donating proceeds to things. Um, but I, I also find that it, when I do shit like that, people don't necessarily share it enough. And so then... I don't necessarily like donating $3.89 to a charity. Like, I'd rather just give everybody the song for free and then they can enjoy it on their own. Now, Keelan, are you all right if uh, perhaps we end the show today uh, at the end when we're finished talking with that song? Oh, yeah, yeah, knock it out. Okay, that would be awesome. Just play part of it. So then people can go download it. Yeah, and then we'll send them to where you can download it and like all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's dope. I don't even know how to bring up what the fucking ridiculousness we were talking about. I don't even think we'd go back to it. I think we I will we'll do that on Tuesday. Yes. Or, yeah, next. Do you week. think do you, because Oh, go I'm ahead. Happy to talk about it, but I was curious if you guys think and we can edit this out if you need to. No. Um do you think we'll have time to get to those files I sent you guys? That's what I think we got. I have them. This. Well, I've got them, I've got <laughs> I them right here. Oh, you do? Awesome. Yeah, because otherwise I don't even remember what these are. All right. So. I think this is what we do. We'll finish We'll finish the thing we started the show off with. That'll, that'll go to Tuesday's exactly. show. So that, that place has been on the market for a long time. We'll, it'll be- yeah, it'll still be there on Tuesday. Yes. No, what we wanted to do is Keelan, <laughs> um, <laughs> Keelan, before uh, before we we were talking this morning, and Keelan's known Sarah for a long time and the Rick Emerson show. Mm-hmm. And these files that you sent over, I've never heard these things before. But what you've never heard of? Okay. No. So so I've got four different files here that you sent over. What the hell are these files? Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I don't I, know. I only listened I, to the beginning of one. I'm like, what in the flying fuck is this? The only thing the funny thing about it is, and you guys will have to tell me if I need to like like turn on a feed here quietly or something, because I don't know if I'll be able to hear them through Zoom. Uh, um, you won't be able to hear them. I'll tell you which one is playing. I can tell okay. you which ones. Okay. Um, so 
I was going, I was looking through my files because, like, I have a ton of, um, like, old, like, archive music, shit that I've worked on or written and stuff on a, a drive that just kind of sits there. And every once in a while, I just kind of go through it to see if there's anything that, like, I forgot about or that I can make use of or anything that's kind of hanging out in there. And it wasn't even because I was coming on the show. I just happened to be digging through that drive for some shit. And I see these files, and I'm like, yeah, I don't. I don't remember what that is. And I click play and I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, I I don't know. I cannot remember what in the fuck. The only thing, and, and Sarah, you probably remember this. The only yeah. thing I can think is that Rick was doing a thing during like election season. Well, because I saw one of them was uh, with McCain. Well, let's so, go ahead uh, and yeah. let's play one of them. Okay. So this is, uh, whatever this audio file is, and I have not heard this either. It's Emerson campaign. The file name's, Canaries. All right, and by the uh, way, you might notice that uh, Keelan oh, King went by it. a different name. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, morning. you should explain that. I forgot. I, I didn't get him actually downloaded. Uh, yeah, you do go by a different name in this. Yeah. Well, I do have. I have him uh, downloaded. Or is it easier for you to? No, it's better because you have you have Keelan's audio going through yours. So if you do that, that's that's not going to be good. Gotcha. I'm uh, I just didn't realize you need to download. Oh I yeah, somebody. Now. Our friend Mr. Jenky in the chat already knows. He's like, I don't want to ruin it. In case some, somebody doesn't know. Okay. I hear I've about got it. Uh... And Keelan, you sound exactly the same, too. You still, like, like I sound so weird, like a little chipmunk in my earlier stuff. And you have the exact same, like, timbre. Like, it's, it's it's weird. Like, it's I, I feel like it didn't sound as old as it. I think it probably is. Because that's got to be pre-2010. Yes, yeah, so that was probably 2008, I'd say. Yeah, because that was election year. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. All right. 2008. All right, get him yeah, up sure. here. This is the canary one. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Sorry, that was my computer. Okay. Why would it mute it automatically? That's no. stupid. Computers. Uh, okay. I know. What's up, Portland? This is the low from Las Vegas, and this is my latest addition to the AM970 audio blog. I am an FM DJ in the greater Portland area, and I approve this message. What? Rick Emerson releases canaries into coal mines. And he isn't even trying to test air quality. What the hell? Rick Emerson kills canaries. Rick Emerson kills canaries. What is this even Wait, to? Wait, so AM970... All right, so we were on AM970 for a, a few iterations. So maybe this was even before... Because there was... No, that was it, it was Max been. 910 Talk Radio for Guys. Then we went to AM970, and it was something else before Rick took it over as program director as Solid State Radio. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. There's so many different levels. I don't remember. Like, it was so long ago. I was like, what the fuck? Does anyone... Re- if you are listening and you know what this is, will you please let us know? What the hell What's is this one? about? No, All right, let's wait, play another one. So I would play... Wait, wait, wait. I would, I would play... Wait, let me pull up that folder and see what, what's still in there. I would recommend playing the, <laughs> the vomit one last. Okay. okay. Let's play dogs then next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do dogs. All right, here is... What's up, Portland? This is the low from Las Vegas, and this is my latest addition to the AM970 audio blog. Rick Emerson has two dogs. Why does Rick Emerson need two dogs? 
so that his two dogs can gang up and jump your dog. What? Do you want a two dog owner? A two dog in owner. Of your entertainment? Rick Emerson hates your dog. <laughs> I am an FM DJ in the greater Portland area. And I approve this message. What is that? <laughs> what is that? Do you Rick have any... Rick Emerson, I am a DJ in the greater Portland area, and I approve this message. What? <laughs> I don't know. An FM DJ? Because we were on AM, so were we just making fun of the FM? Well, no, I remember Rick used to always make fun of the FM. Attention FM DJs, your show prep begins now. Oh, my God, I yeah. forgot about that. That was a long... I, Attention FM before... DJs in the Portland metro yeah. area, your morning show prep begins now right because everybody would steal his stuff <laughs> oh my god yeah. weird all the things that are buried in your head all right all right there's there another one yep mccain so, what's up portland this is the low from las vegas it's the low from my las latest vegas. edition to the am 970 <laughs> audio blog rick emerson has a sidekick named sarah <gasps> that's me <laughs> john mccain has a sidekick named sarah <laughs> rick emerson He's just like John McCain. <laughs> oh my God. I am an FM DJ in the greater Portland area, and I approve this message. I like that one. Oh Rick Emerson. He's oh. just like John McCain. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Yo, I don't, yeah, I, I can't. <clears throat> I can't remember why the fuck I did all of these and I don't even know if they ever made it up I mean to it had air. to be the 2008 election it had to be and you know what John we're totally Halen. playing these for Rick on Monday oh yeah <laughs> we have to. definitely yeah I just I don't yeah I don't know I don't remember I just found them and I was like what in the fuck was I on that day <laughs> and yeah no I have tons of shit like I have a I have a whole song about uh Sarah Dillon sitting on a hard drive what? Um, oh, yeah, I have we'll a whole have song about you. At some point. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you're gonna have to send that. All right. I, yeah. Um, I want to hear the well, vomit one. Let me. See. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> What's up, Portland? This is the low from Las Vegas, and this is my latest addition to the AM nine seventy audio blog. I am an FM DJ in the greater Portland area, and I approve this message. Rick Emerson thinks vomit is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Emerson laughs uncontrollably as you fail to control the urge to purge. Listen to <laughs> FM radio because refunding your alcohol isn't funny. Jesus Christ. I love how even the vomit sounds are like those old school classic radio ones like the... <laughs> bleh, bleh. <laughs> I think Craig also finds vomiting funny. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was funny. And the, and the funny thing about the funny thing about that one is, my um, I was not with my now wife at the time, but like she can't handle hearing anyone gag because it oh. makes her gag. So I totally just want to put this on. Just without Audio telling blow. her, because. Um, <laughs> because I, like I, can, I can watch her turn purple in real time. <laughs> that would oh, be fucking. It, it, like, I know it sounds mean, but it would be fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> I know people yeah, like that. I, it is kind of funny to mess with them if they have that gag reflex. Thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see. I would love to see Rick's uh, <laughs> reaction to these. Because I don't. Yeah, I don't remember doing them. I just know we'll that they're there. On Monday. I think it has to be. He probably, someone suggesting in the chat, Dennis was saying, um, Dennis and Maria, uh, was it a joke about Rick running for an elected position like Colbert did for president? 
I think it might have been. Well, it's got to be something. Yeah, that, because something it was the election this. time. Yeah. I mean, it was. I don't know, yeah, but those are fantastic. <laughs> I don't know. I just, <laughs> I just found them endlessly hilarious, and I, you know, it was one of those things that I did that was like, you know, I'm pretty happy with myself right there. God, I can't. I keep forgetting that like you lived in Vegas in 2008 because I feel like you've lived here forever, but I've just known you forever. But then you just when did you move back here? Like, uh, 2011. Mm. I think right at the beginning of 2011 was when I moved back. Oh yeah, when I was telling Greg, uh, I'm yeah. like, mm-hmm. you should meet my friend Keelan. He's moving here from Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, and there was um, there's like four different um, there's like four different theme songs I have sitting here for Rick that you guys probably wouldn't remember, but they're hilariously bad. Um, I went back and listened to like I the remember- thing that introduced me to the whole Portland area with Radio Gangster. God, uh, damn it's time it, for Rick Emerson. It must be noon. Ugh, oh, it's awful. Oh, it's radio so gangster. Radio Ugh. gangster. Oh no, oh, I'm embarrassed even hearing that. No, you... I don't know that. Greg doesn't know oh, radio gangster. He doesn't know. Like this is the whole reason that you guys all know me. Radio gangster is the only reason that anybody listening or living in Portland knows anything about me. Is because of that song. Rick used that song to open his show for. Years. 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 Yeah, years. Um, I remember that my name rhymed with chillin', right? What did I rhyme your name with? Because I was still doing... I think we were still doing stuff with, I think, Tim and Clyde. So, like, there was stuff about them in there. And maybe Matt, too? Well, I did a whole F Matt song. Yeah. Um, Matt was a producer for Rick, like, years and years ago. uh, Now I got to find all these. You know what? I'll find them, and I'll send them to you guys. They're fucking awful. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you got to send those. The next time you're on, that's what we'll play. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I may destroy this hard drive so my child never finds these. They're bad. <laughs> like, I, and and to be honest with you, like, I all did, I did all of it because, like, I actually legitimately loved the show and I loved you guys. And it was, like, a big part of, like, me getting through every day, like, working shitty jobs I was working. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, these songs are bad. <laughs> oh my god! Well, don't They're get so rid of terrible. them yet before we can hear yeah, them. Yeah, no, and I'll, save them for posterity. I'll, col- I'll collect them, but god damn, I. There was a point in my life when I was like sitting here, like with headphones on, like, yeah, this gonna kill them. <laughs> it's gonna kill them, all right, because it's fucking terrible. <laughs> it is never as terrible as you think it is. <laughs> Yo, you you say that now? Oh God, until <laughs> I hear your Sarah Dillon song. Oh wow! Oh, the Sarah Dillon song is like, um, you remember how they used to do? Um, Sarah will remember this, and Greg has heard enough music that he'll probably know about what I'm talking about. Um, do you remember when they used to do the, the kind of weird ass like, I don't want to call them disco, but they were like disco esque songs. Like and they were danceable, but like all the singers were singing in falsetto. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's like that. <laughs> oh, now we have to hear it. It's all right, bad. It's so bad. Like, Get those together, and we're gonna have you back on to play those. Okay, we're uh, all yeah. gonna we're gonna have a listening party of those. Yeah, I'm gonna have to yeah, do maybe that next week. week. Yeah, do you maybe? Um, I don't know if you have a busy schedule, but if you want to come on next week again, that would be awesome to chat with you. Yeah, I might have some time. Um, Wednesday. Or 
Friday. Let me let me let me, let me triple check. We can figure it out off air. We, yeah, we, we need an answer now. Right, <laughs> right the circuit, Jalen. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll triple check, but I also got to try to make sure it's a it's a strong day for me. Because gotcha. those songs are terrible. And I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna hate myself after listening to that shit. Oh my! <laughs> like I, right. I only mention it because I happen to know where they all are at this moment. Um. But make no mistake, they are some of the worst songs you'll ever hear. That you I say. cannot wait. <laughs> like the only one that I even remotely loved was one that I did that I used all of the all of the sound the sounds I used I, I, I were from an alarm clock. So I took an alarm clock, took the little beeping from an alarm clock and made a song in the open rick show. Oh. All right. Yeah, I want to hear all of so that. So next week we'll figure out a yeah, day yeah, we're yeah. gonna have no, you I'll on package that shit talk up. about all those. I'll do it. I got. I mean, what else I got to fucking like? Might as well I, just I, reminisce. <laughs> you know just... what I'm saying? I already have a kid who's going to spend the rest of her life humiliating me. Like, I might as well just get this out of the way. Just now. get started now, <laughs> Keelan. It is awesome to have you on. And it's awesome to talk to you. Thank you for talking with us, and thank you, you know, for giving your perspective. That was fucking incredible, and we just love you so much. And thanks for being our wonderful friend. I also cannot wait till we can finally uh, be in person again. Someday. Jesus Christ, yeah, someday. Yeah, yeah, as much as I, you know, as much as I talk shit and revel in sitting in the house by myself, um, there are people I actually like and uh, enjoy spending time around, so I can't actually wait to, like, be able to see you guys hang out, you know, open up some alcoholic beverages. Play yeah. some so cornhole, maybe? Play some cornhole, yeah. so I can, oh, swear, man. I can swear at beanbags for the first time <laughs> in, like, two years. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I God, what I beanbag. would give to swear at beanbags uh, right now. Sparkle motion based on the novel push Yo, by Keelan. Throw your hat down into the bark dust. Yeah. This is, this I is would why. love to be able to beat you to make you throw your hat down into the bark well, dust. Well, if, you, if there's anything like you you handling me and Tristan at uh, beer pong, you ain't winning shit. We're so, cutting that out of the podcast. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> is he just always Yo, just terrible no. at beer pong? I'm starting to see Yo, that too. I hope, I swear to God, I hope tea time is in the chat because we undefeated this bitch. Greg cannot be. <laughs> Uh, Greg, can, I'm, I'm, it's public knowledge. Greg cannot beat public knowledge. Yes, oh, well, it is now. We'll make sure to keep that in. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah. When this is over, okay. that's what's happening. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. I oh, and also, wait. But thank you guys for giving me, like, you know, a platform to to speak. Anytime, 100%. friend. Anytime. It and often next. feels like we're screaming into the void, and so You're having not. someone give a shit enough to be like, "Hey, how do you feel?" Is 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 important and and I need not just you guys but your listeners to understand that like giving people who don't necessarily have the voices and reach that you have opportunities to speak is not only beneficial to you it's beneficial to them because it helps their sanity and their emotional state knowing that they can speak and people are actually listening. Listening is the most so, important thing right now. It absolutely yeah. is. So thank you guys. Yeah. I, I, you know, I really appreciate you guys. Um, and I fucking miss you. Like I, miss I, I love too, being able to like shoot the shit and have fun with you guys. And we don't get to do that a, as often as as I'd like. And you guys aren't getting to see Samane explode because she's so big now. Oh my god! Soon, soon. soon. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's so big. And you know, I knew you guys. You know, had a socially distant gathering not too long ago. But yeah. Honestly. She can't grasp that yet. Yeah. And... It's the, the little ones. I know my sister's having that same problem because she wants to see her friends. And she's like, I can't control my toddler. Now she has a new baby. It's like, I can't control <laughs> yeah. her from running around like a crazy person grabbing everything. So 
we had one visitor, and I, you know, I don't mean to break anyone's hearts before you go, but I do okay. have to say we got to wrap up pretty quick. Okay, okay, yeah, I'll be quick about it. But we had one visitor, and Samane saw her and was just like, and she wants to run over. And <laughs> the guest is like, it's a quarantine, so I'm gonna back away slowly, and she just burst into tears. Oh and, no! Oh no! Uh, it just Little broke lady. my heart. Oh. And you know, she's a little. You know, she's a little trooper. She, you know, she rebounds quickly. But we, we've had to avoid those get-togethers because, yeah, you know, it's we don't hard. need her taking that personally. And and she, D- she just can't understand. Yeah, yeah, she, she can't understand that. that. Yeah, she doesn't like... get it yet. But we're, we're planning on it. I love you guys. Love you too. Thank you. Yeah. Head over to KeelanKing.com. Everyone listening, that that'll tell you all the shit I'm doing and the ways you can get in touch with me. Perfect. There it is. Thank you, Kaylin. And then coming up right after this, you're going to hear the beginning of uh, Praetorian's Flames. And then go to KaylinKing.com and download that shit. Kaylin, love you. Oh, and Zoom meeting. Tonight at 5.30, happy hour. We're doing it at half hour early? Yeah, half hour early. 5.30 tonight for Zoom room, people. 5.30 p.m. Pacific. I'm actually, I actually don't have to go back to work today after this. So Ooh. that's good. I should be able to make a run or two and then be back in time to like pop in and say, what's up? Awesome. All right. We'll see Sweet. you then. All right. Thank yeah. You, yeah. Kaylin. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you guys. I love you guys. Everyone be safe out there. Uh, fuck the police. And uh, yeah, let's do this. All right. Keelan love King. You, Keelan. Bye. All right. Bye, see you guys. Friends. See you later. Grab a hot plate and stick them up. Jump the victim to the rhythm of the barbecue meat. We will run through your village, burn shit and pillage, string you up and put the flames to your feet. Yeah, grab a hot blade and stick them up, jump the victim to the rhythm of the barbecue meat. We will run through your village, burn shit and pillage, string you up and put the flames to your feet. The salt and earth is nothing compared to what we conjure up. Chemical touch, the skin burns at the thought of us. Blood boils, eyes pop, flame the sword nonstop. Thought you had the time. We always come counterclock, unstoppable juggernauts. Coming for despots, ain't reigning supreme. Another thump you in the snot box. Avatar state means I'm dishing out megawatts. Blazing you fools, and I'm making your planet rock. After thoughts of my aftershock, I'm fracking your skull shards. I'm raining the pain, and watch your brace on the come apart. United the fire and desire for power swaps. Ruling today, by tomorrow you better. How to resign, use my foot as a kick start Boot your ass out, put the flames to your coward heart We are not counterpart, we stood in your blind spot We cooking the crew, but we roasting the patriarch Grab a hot blade and stick them up Jump the victim to the rhythm of the barbecue meat We will run through the village, burn shit And kill the street, you up and put the flames to your feet